Yo, 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 what is up, YouTube boxing family? Um, it is KROD7435 here. Um, I'm back at it with another good uh, boxing live stream uh, today. Um, I'll be having the Valle brothers, for those of you that don't know who they are, Marcus Valle and uh, Dominic Valle. Uh, Marcus Valle is a rising up-and-coming welterweight fighter, and I believe his brother is a uh, rising super featherweight fighter. But um, I'll be having them coming on to the panel uh, in a couple minutes. Just um, uh, just uh, bear with me, and uh, I'll get that going. And, um, yeah, you know, I'll be uh, having, like, a good conversation with them. So just uh, give me some, you know, time here. And, um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, not much today, man. Uh, I'm going to be uh, getting this interview done out the way and then i'll be uh giving my post away for fundora in ocampo tonight so but yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna you know message dominic to see if you know let the link work hold on did it work for you all right there we go there we go we got him we got him hey how's it going man? going good going good yeah salute to you guys uh, uh thank you for taking the time um, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, first things first. Uh, just uh, tell the audience who y'all are and how'd you get into boxing. Uh, my name's Dominic Badri, and honestly, our story's the same for the way we both like started boxing. We um, it kind of it was like in the family, you know, like my um, my grandpa used to box in Puerto Rico, and <clears throat> he kind of passed it down like two generations. But me and my brother were the first ones to like decide that we want to take this like to the next level. Okay, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I could have sworn um, for both of you that I've heard of your name through word of mouth of of um, Robert Garcia, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because um, I could have sworn that um, Ellie Sekbeck from ES News Boxing, right? Mm -hmm. um, yep. He was like basically bringing up like like either one of like your names up, and um, yeah, that was me. I was out there for um. A training camp for actually my debut before oh really yeah yeah so i was out there for a few weeks and uh, i was sparring with jose ramirez getting him ready for fight the time Costo? Costo. Costo, yeah oh wow yeah so um uh, like as far as um robert garcia goes uh did you just uh part of ways with them or yeah yeah 
Yeah, because we were um, down in Florida, you know, with Pro Box, and they just, that, that just, through managers and stuff, you know, that's how I got over there and got the work and stuff. And then my, my debut ended up just being at that same time. Yeah. School, two weeks before, you know, before my debut, I was out there. Oh, 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 okay. Um, what's like the whole um, deal with uh, Pro Box? Like, are you guys just going to take advantage of that until, you know, bigger opportunities come about, right? I mean, no, nah, ProBox, like, we're, we're, ProBox is treating us good, you know, we're doing, we're, they're building us in the, in the right way, you know, the way we want, and we're, got good relationships with everybody, with everybody on the team, you know? Yeah, I really, I really like the connection that, like, we have with them, and the way they're bringing us up is very, like, professional in, in my eyes, and a lot of people's eyes in, like, almost the perfect way. Yeah, because I like how ProBox is doing everything correctly. They're kind of doing almost like the same thing that PBC does, you know. You know, they give you all the opportunities to, like, you know, build your name up, you know, progressively. And, you know, they're not putting up, you know, really bad fights. They're actually putting up very good, you know, style matchups. And uh, I like how some of these fights are actually coming, you know, like about because they actually look very competitive, you know, where, like, you really can't pick, like, a winner. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the way they want to do it. They want to make sure, like, people aren't just... Um, like, like people like to say, cab drivers. They like to to keep like the fans entertained, and, and also they they want to test the fighters and see what they have, you know, and really, and pro- really prove yourself. They have us prove ourselves. I mean, it's it's not a it's not an easy sport. So I mean, we might as well go balls to the wall with it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what divisions do you guys uh, campaign at? I was at um, like my first four fights. I was one forty seven. And then just recently, my last two, or actually my first five, but then my opponent fell out like the last week. So then the, we, they got me a 54 opponent. And then my recent fight, my most recent fight, I fought at 52, but you know, 54. So and yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I'm going to oh, be at 126. One, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a featherweight, so 126. And honestly, 126, 130 is where I'm going to be at for a while. So. Okay, yeah, because um, that's uh, very interesting because, uh, you know, those divisions are, you know, extremely hot right now. And yeah. um, uh, there's a lot of good matchups, you know, in those uh, divisions. Uh, do you see yourselves, you know, uh, moving up, you know, uh, like, you know, progressively um, over time to, like, conquer divisions in those, you know, particular time frames? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. My, my, my goal, I want to unify at 126 first and then um, move to 130 and unify there. And I mean, eventually see where my career goes and maybe go to the 35 and end up at 40 we'll, we'll, we'll see I'm a, I'm a pretty big featherweight you know I'm like I'm 511 so oh wow yeah I know <laughs> I, I I sure I should be able to carry the weight the right way yeah you're basically taller than Brandon Figueroa because <laughs> yeah Figgy's like what five nine five ten yeah it's something around there yeah. uh, but it's like you basically like dog walk that size <laughs> and they're telling me that I'm probably gonna in my career at 168 or something like that and uh, i can see it I'm, I'm right now six six one walking around like 180 so <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yeah that's almost similar to jaron ennis in a way because yeah. like like uh that's what boots like you know literally said like not too long ago but um as far as like i guess of the training that you get down there um do you like you know uh, do you run into you know any notable fighters that you get you know any work in with or they had um some camps in miami and um orlando and you know we we get work with 
people that come for camps, you know? Yeah, I've gotten, I've gotten work with um, the former world champion, Zukan. That was one of my like, more, more recent sparrings. Um, I get work with um, Pitufo, um, Christopher Diaz. That's that's another one. So, I mean, we get, uh, we get good work out here. Yeah, we got a really good stable, too, in the Pro Box gym. Yep. Yeah. Um, like as far as like I guess like uh your goals of like uh where you wanna be, uh do you do you see yourselves, you know, trying to like get with like you know better training camps, you know, with like the high level trainers, like you know, one day to like help your game get up there to like you know to let the next um level? I mean we, we got really, really good trainers. Like I said, we got a we got a great team right now, you know. I trust I trust in our team a lot right now. Mark and Asa, they they they're uh, teachers, you know, great teachers in boxing. And honestly, it really, it really starts with the fighters too. Also, so I mean, I believe like our goal has been to be world champions and be um, the faces of boxing eventually. And I mean, we love our trainers, and we we know that they're gonna help us get there. And, and we have full belief in, in them. Um, did you do any um, amateur uh, boxing for um, either of you? Say it again. Uh, did um, did either of you go through um, any um, amateur like uh, boxing before heading into the pros? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I was um, a former. I was ranked number twice. I mean, number one in the nation uh, for two separate years, and I've been. Um, I was a national junior um, Olympics champion. In 2018, so I mean, yeah, my amateur record was 40, 41 and three. So, yeah, and I, I was in the um, the like we we both had like sh- kind of short amateur careers because we both started like later, but you know we we progressed very fast, you know, from from local shows to to state tournaments and to national tournaments, and even me going to the trials, the Olympic trials, and oh wow. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was quick. I had thir- I was thirty six and six. So, you know, there's short amateur careers, but I would say like <laughs> eighty to eighty five percent of them were, you know, top top um top fights in amateur. You know, against other top amateur fighters. Um, who'd you face that are notable today in the pros from the amateurs? Everybody's still kind of coming up, but. Uh, Delante Johnson, Tiger. Oh, wow. Yeah, I caught him in the um, trials. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I don't really know who's pro and who's not right now, too, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I keep, like, my eye, like, you know, very peeled on it, but. Right, yeah. uh, Like, it seems like that um, a lot of fighters are trying to use that as, like, a marketing tool to say like oh well i beat this guy up back and let the amateurs so that means you know i should be better than you but you know in all honest um reality that's not true and um i think it's like really weird that um a lot of people in boxing use it as like a medium argument to say that you know if you're so good in the amateurs then that means automatically you should be like a you know ultimate warrior heading into let the pros right like, is true yep yep i mean I mean, the only thing, the only way you could really see that is the 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 growth and how how fighters stick to it after the amateurs, and you know, 
I mean, everything shows, you know, everything shows in the, um, especially in the pros, you know, because you got these, these tough guys that, you know, they don't have amateur styles and everybody in the amateur style, you know, they, they train for that, you know, coming up. So turning pro, uh, it's still early in, in everybody's career. So, you know, it's just it t- only time will tell. But I mean, me, me and my brother, we always, um, I mean, lots of, lots of people that have, they could be good in the amateurs based off of, um, you know, amateur style boxing, but, um. Me and my brother, we've been, like, always told our whole, like, amateur career. People used to tell us that we weren't fighting the right way, and that's not how you're supposed to fight in the amateurs. They were like, well, you guys fight like pros. So, I mean, all we ever watched was pro boxing, so that's that's the way we know how to fight. And, and the amateurs was, was a step for us just because we understand that that's the process of, of a career, of a fighter's career. But um, this is where we want to make our name, and this is where we want to be known in the pros, really. Um, did you guys um, like like um, ever look up to um, any notable pros that you know kept you like um, inspired? You know, going into the pros now. Yeah, uh, um, a lot actually. I mean, I would say the obviously we got you know like the Puerto Rican greats to to start off. You know, that's that's in our blood and that's that's our inspiration every day. So you know, I mean, you can just name all all the greats. They 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 started Miguel Cotto, Tito all of them so yep. those ones and then like for the for the fighters nowadays when i started back in like i think it was 2014 2015 was when you know triple g was pretty good you know pretty hot so i was watching him a lot and going into the all my amateur fights and my beginning of my pro career like that was a style that a lot of people related related me to and so i just i, I just try to capitalize on on fighters that people compared me to you know and that who i thought had a great style and and what would benefit me yeah because i'm not gonna like how should i say like um i'm not gonna sugarcoat on um, anything but to be honest like based off of looking at both of your styles um your style heavily reminds me of like a very like like almost like a almost like a julian jackson mixed with like a wilfredo gomez like like um yeah yeah yeah, for you and then for dominic you have like a very like 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 a very fast like aaron Pryor type of style do you know what i'm saying like yeah you like um you like to come forward you like to really hurt like you know the opponents you know off of like your front foot and um whenever i i see you like you know actually switch it up with like your tempo you actually know how to like catch those like you know catch those shots coming in and you have really great you know defensive um reflexes and um i think that's so beneficial because not a lot of professional fighters actually like to take risks um like that going inside like the pocket and um i don't know if you can like agree from both of you but um should boxing be more heavily focused on defense or should it be more focused on pressure style shots to actually hurt your like opponent to get like the betterment to you know it's really it's really hard to say because I mean you watch old school boxing and everything is um everything is is offensively and that's that's the way like they used to fight but like I don't I, I can't really say that the defensive isn't the right way because you look at Floyd Mayweather and he was in my opinion like, one of the greatest fighters that ever lived like so like you can't say he shouldn't do that because it worked so I mean I think for us personally I we have a very fan pleasing style and it's just that's just the way we were taught to fight and the way we love to fight so I mean I can't really say what for, for other people but I know that the way we fight is 
that's the way we want it. We want to make sure the crowd's engaged, and we just we like to punish people. We like we like to hurt people. That's that's the name of boxing for us. Yeah. Um. How would you describe your style? You know, like a boxer puncher or a pure boxer? Or... Yeah, no, I think I'm definitely a boxer puncher. I mean, I, I don't. I try not to get touched and, and you know use my range and also, but I I love to fight. So I mean, if we had to go in the in the pocket. I mean, I'm I'll be right there. Yeah, I'm more of a. I mean, I'm. I would like to be a boxer puncher. You know, like him. I really like I really like his style. Um, but I would say for me, I'm 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 more on the side of a puncher. Um. I don't know. It's just, it's just what I've, <laughs> it's just how I've grown into boxing. You know, just, just to um, sneak and destroy. <laughs> Terminator style. <laughs> yeah, for, actually, that's that's been my nickname. Like, they they've been calling me that. Like in the amateur tournaments, the national. Oh really? <laughs> they, they, I would get out, and I would have like the doctors coming out, random judges, and random uh-huh. random people telling me, like, man, you, you, you Terminator. You look like Terminator. It's crazy. Oh, I, wow. I've gotten that like a lot of times, that exact nickname. Yep. Um, does power matter like um uh, um in a fight to like you know to help you, you know, progress more in a fight or do you focus more like you know on the technique, you know, to set up your shot? Honestly, we were taught first power. So I mean, that's that's kind of like installed into us. So I mean, everything we do is is based off power and We've actually had to learn to to set punches up and to to ease back. Into- I, I I learned that um, be, being a boxer yourself, like you know this. If you go in the ring with somebody and they and they can't hurt you, you know that they can't they they can't hit. Obviously, there's always that that, that chance in boxing you get caught with something. So I'm not saying that, but you know yeah. when when you when you feel somebody hit you in the arm and, and it's like damn, like okay, I got I got to be careful. But then if you get somebody that's hitting you and it's like pillows you, it gives you a little a little boost you know a little confidence boost so i mean yeah, yeah your, your defense for sure when when we hit people and and when you when you're touching people with power it automatically um turns their offense down a little bit so i mean the, the power sets everything up honestly um what do you do to prepare yourself heading into the ring like you know when you know you know that you see something out of an opponent you know, to capitalize on? Um, for me, I don't know about him, but for me, I I honestly don't, I, I haven't so far watched any of my, like, opponents, like, videos or anything like that. You know, they tell me, okay, you're fighting this guy, his record is this, and, and I, I leave it up to my to my dad, my trainers, my promoter, and they they get it for me, and I, I listen to them. You know, they, they make the game plan, and I, and I listen to them. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the same thing for me. Um, I'll go in and, and I they'll, they'll tell me like the style that he has and things we have to be careful for and things we have to watch out on. So I mean, I go in and I listen to what they're telling me, and then as the fight picks up, I start seeing my openings. I start seeing their tendencies, and I start seeing everything they do. And it just it opens so many doors for me. So I mean, I prepare myself and before I walk up to get into the ring to fight. I prepare myself mentally, you know, listen to music, warm me up good, and, and just getting into that fight mode. And once I get in there, it's just like a switch. And I just, I can do whatever at that point once I'm in the ring. Yeah, because uh, uh, some people tell me that uh, they get like jitters, you know, coming into a little, like, you know, coming into their fights and they sometimes get nervous, 
like to which some people tell me that's you know beneficial to them but um i just figured that i asked like you know y'all that because um i believe to a certain degree like you know this is like a very dangerous like a sport but at the end of the day when you're educated coming into that ring you have to have like a different mode coming into that ring because exactly exactly. i mean i've i went into my amateur fights i always tell everybody this my amateur fights um i was nervous i would get nervous before i fought and i would say once i reached like the national level and um, started like winning the nationals my nerves went away and i was like i I realized it's as long as i put all the work in and do everything i i I can possibly do and leave no stone uh, um unturned or whatever like i i know i get into that ring with so much confidence that like I'm excited to show the world what I have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as what you go through in training camp, like, uh, what exactly do you focus on to, to, to bring yourself up to that next um, level to, like, evolve better from like your previous fights? Um. Each camp, we um. We fo- we focus mainly, you know, like we always go back to the fundamentals, you know. Make sure everything is is nothing's being forgotten, you know. Everything is always worked on re- re- repeatedly, and I mean, honestly, it's just it's just learning from each sparring and each each training session, and working it together as a team to see, you know, hey, what 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 can we do to to improve next one? And and it's literally it's always been like that, you know, but it's just great that we have a team now like Mark and Asa that, that they're on the same page and they, all they, every day they come in, they're, they're thinking, you know, and they have, they have something new for us every single day that we need to be working on, but also never forgetting what we're working on in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And we, we go back to, you know, we watch our fights, um, the, the fight previous to like the fight we're getting ready for, we'll pick apart everything that we could have done better. And there's always room for improvement. So, I mean, whatever, is it's always it always goes back to just working hard and just pushing ourselves like to our max but then it always just um then we, we just throw little things in there that we know we like can improve on and that we could show the world like that we're not just one-dimensional fighters and we, we can do a lot yeah um i find that very interesting because uh some other fighters don't like to look at that they just think that they're just good at what they do and um like i'll just use like a great example like i'll use edgar Berlanga because you know i uh, went to go see you know his fight back in june for the puerto rican day parade but like um i can you know understand why people like that will say that there's nothing wrong with me but you know when you like abandon something that you were once good at it's like looking at somebody in the mirror of what they used to be good at and now they're like a different um reflection of like you know of uh, what they should not be but um do you do you see like certain holes that you like to focus on primarily to like you know make yourself look better versus like not giving people people what the wrong like impressions of like what they want more um more um out of you right yeah i look at um I always look at myself as if I'm watching another fighter, you know? I look at myself as... Y'all making that PBC money already? <laughs> God, damn, man. I look see. Look, man. <laughs> 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 hey, look. Nah, man. Nah. Nah, man. 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 Nah,
Sorry about that. <laughs> All right, what was I saying? I just completely forgot what I was saying. <laughs> no, um, with the how you said, um. Oh yeah, like I look at myself from um an outside, like an outsider, and it's funny. Like I even asked, I even asked my sister, you know, like what she thinks about the fights and stuff, because I I need to know what it looks like from from a fan standpoint and um a boxer standpoint, another trainer standpoint. So I'm I'm well rounded all around, you know what I mean? I'm I'm good all around, you know, and that's that's the only way you can really do that. But if you if you just um stuck in like in your own ways and you think like I'm I'm good I'm good I'm good like that's when you lose sight of what everybody else is seeing, you know? Yeah. yeah. You you always have to have that always have to be open to to listening to what people have to say about you because. Mm-hmm. I mean, if one person's seeing it, you never know who else is seeing it. You don't know if, if your opponent is going to be seeing it. If, if they know they can capitalize off it, you know? So, I mean, why would I not take the, the advice and, like, the the critique from, from people that that want to see me be great? Yeah, because um, I, uh, like, I definitely follow that motto because, you know, fighters that I personally know where I, like, say to them straight up, like, hey, look, you know, I respect you like you're my brother, but... I'm going to be real with you, you know, like you got to work on this. You got to work on that because yep. I know you You could be like a much deadlier threat if you work on these things because you can develop yourself to become that next fighter of what people want to see out of you. But the only person that can do it is you. But if you let that egoism come in, I think that's where let the Mike Tyson, like, you know, like effect, like, like to me of which um, I, um, um, I, um, I call it like that uh, because if you don't, you know, focus on the manner, like like uh, the man um, in the mirror um, in front of you to fix your um, imagery as a fighter, then that's going to defeat you mentally once you yep. walk into like your next fight. 100%. And I believe that's important because like your mental has to be corrected before you walk in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. 100%. Yep. Um, I was gonna switch uh, topics, and I was gonna ask about uh, your thoughts on the uh, state of Puerto Rican boxing. Uh, do you think Puerto Rican boxing is dead, or do you think it's uh, growing? I think it's I think it's come to a standstill right now, just because um, I know there's a lot of Puerto Rican fighters coming up. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot coming up. I think as of right now, um, it's just a uh, it's just a matter of time before they burst back onto the scene like like they've always have been. They've always been um, a very big role in boxing you know like so i mean i i know it's just a matter of time and, and that's such a such a small island but it's such a big impact on the world of boxing right right yeah um what's your thoughts on i guess at the mainstream fighters like xander zayas you know edgar berlanga and all those guys i mean yeah Z- xander is somebody we grew up with in the amateurs and we we're actually like we're, we're pretty close with him and he's he's always been a like a close friend of ours and you know, we're supporting him for sure, and I, he's a great fighter. He's always been a great fighter, and and um, we'd love to see him grow. We'd love to see um, Edgar grow also, and and make his make his name, and make just anybody that's that's representing Puerto Rico. You know, we're we're behind 100. percent We want to watch them grow, and we want them to be. It's only helping the name. Yeah, they, we want them to be world champions also. Yeah, because uh, the reason why that I asked that is because, um, like, I truly believe that there's way better opposition in the Puerto Rican stable that could be better than those names, like, you know, potentially. And uh, um, I would even say both of y'all, like, you know, um, included, like, you guys have to be put into that conversation soon because, 
you know, eventually let the talent, you know, let the talent pool is getting bigger. And, you know, there's like a bunch of names out there that nobody talks about. But um, uh, the reason why that I'm asking is because it seems like a lot of people are heavily connected into those names, but they don't look at guys like Subriel Matias or, you know, any of those, you know, unknown names where people haven't followed them or just taken a look at their progression and you know they're actually putting in that work to actually put themselves you know into that like like a uh, discussion yeah yeah i think it's just, and, and when it comes to that i think it's just a little bit more marketing that they need i mean they they clearly have the skills and they have the especially him with the power um they they have the complete package it's just now at that point it gets to marketing and i think that's somewhat the promoter's jobs and i know puerto ricans they they're talented fighters have always been and that's in their blood and I think in the near future Puerto Rico's gonna um, be a very hot name in boxing again uh, do you guys uh, plan to fight in uh, Puerto Rico one day for sure 100% yeah. 100% I, there's, there's no way I, I get in my career without fighting Puerto Rico got family out there exactly a lot of family yeah yeah <laughs> yeah cause I definitely like to see it one day and uh, I think I think that would be pretty good yes yes it would um, who are your, you know, top favorite Puerto Rican fighters that uh, both of y'all have um, looked up to? I think I, th- this is where we kind of go a little different. Um, mine's always been um, Cotto. Like I, Miguel Cotto was, mm-hmm. was was the one for me. I mean, he's the reason I put on a pair of boxing in the first place. Like, yeah, what I, you mean I, different? Same here. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the first. That's the first. Um, it's just his style represents, uh, like, replicates um, Trinidad's more. So I know he's been. He would watch Tito a lot more than I would, just because he—that's closer to his style. Mm-hmm. I mean, I—I I love Tito. I watch Tito all the time too. But I love Cotto's um style. I love Wilfredo Gomez, the, the way he would throw his punches. Um, Wilfredo Benitez with, with his defense. I mean, if Cotto wasn't a fighter, I don't think we'd be fighters. Yeah, honestly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, for me, my favorites are uh, Wilfredo Benitez, Carlos Ortiz. Um, who's that other guy? Uh, um, Wilfredo Gomez and that other Puerto Rican bantamweight fighter, but I forgot his name. Um, it'll come back to me one of these days, but, um, like, um, he was good. And, um, uh, the other fighter, uh, I think he fought at 140. Uh, no, like, I don't think, I don't think so, but um, either way, like, like you know, um, I like watching those, you know, type of fighters, you know, inside pressure fighters with, you know, good defensive yep. um, upper body movement. Yep. Um, uh, the last question that I was going to ask y'all, um, what influence do you guys want to bring to your fans and audience uh, before it's um, all said and done? What, well, what do you want to bring to them? Um, what influence do you want to bring to your fans and audience before right. it's all said and done? I mean, I've always... I've always stood for, you know, do, being, being respectful, doing the right thing, you know, so like growing this, this following in boxing, you know, I just, I just want to be a role model to, to kids wanting to box and, and just normal kids, you know, just, I just want to be known as a good person, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's the, that's the number one thing is, um, being humble. Don't, don't ever, don't ever forget that. Don't forget where you came from, um, always you know stay close with family and your family are the people that are gonna be there for the rest of your life and they've always been there for you i mean just you know always always do the right thing always always do, you, everybody knows what the right thing to do is and at the end of the day that's 
Those that's the way it is. Yeah, uh, same here. Um, yeah, like I think that's about it. Uh, you know, like I like I appreciate you know the conversation that I had with both of y'all. Like I like to do it again. For sure. For um, sure. Uh, do you guys have anything like you know like you know for uh, last words you know to say to the fans and audience? Got our next fight November fourth. Both of us, you get both of us on one night, so don't miss it. You can follow us on, on Instagram. My, my Instagram is um, Dominic Valle underscore. My name is Marcus Valle. Just, just like that. Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, everything. And just follow our career. I mean, I, I know we're going to be the best brother, brothers in boxing for sure. So, I mean, just be ready for it. Yeah, man, I can't wait. Um, I appreciate you guys for coming through. Thank you for having oh, us. Buddy. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Look forward to doing it again. Um, yes, sir. Uh, appreciate you guys. All right. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, thank you very, very much to Dominic Valle and his brother Marcus. Um, uh, this is like a quick little, you know, sports interview that I wanted to do to, uh, you know, chat with them, you know, get their names out there, help you guys out, you know, with, uh, you know, getting their names, you know, branded and promoted. So, uh yeah that's pretty much it um i'll uh definitely be sure to you know chop it up again with them in the future uh much thanks to both of them and um yeah i'll be out of here uh i'll be covering the post fight for fundora and ocampo so i'll see you guys very very soon salute to you combat toolbag thank you for coming by and yeah that's about it man uh thank you very much uh salute to the mighty mighty ldbc and salute to the TWT. I'm out, and I'll see you guys. Bye.